This episode is brought to you by Marcus Rodriguez. If you're looking to buy or sell your home in this competitive market and you're not too sure where to start, look no further than Merced's preferred realtor, Marcus Rodriguez. He'll make sure the process goes as easy as possible for you and you can reach him at his phone number, 209-554-1715, his website, www.myrealtormarcus.com or email him at info at myagentmarcus.com. Thanks again, Marcus. This podcast is also brought to you by Alien a new fitnesswear company on a mission to support mental health. There are 7 billion people on earth, many that struggle with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, or just feeling like you have no one that cares. If you feel this way, no, you are not alone. Alien features high-quality men and women's activewear designed to help you reach your goals both in and out of the gym. A percentage of all proceeds are donated to the Suicide Awareness and Prevention Hotline. Shop now at alien.org. That's A-Y-L-E-A-N.org. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk and Whatnot. I'm your host, Micah Daly. And if you're new to this show, this is a podcast where I highlight the talented individuals who live within the Central Valley of California and people in general who are passionate about what they do. Once again, I'm going to remind you guys to subscribe to my YouTube channel, type in Real Talk Studios or Micah Daly, M-I-C-A-H-D-I-E-L-E on YouTube and make sure you're subscribed to the channel. You can see all the latest videos, all the performances, and just really help the show out, get the algorithm to you know know that people are watching it and get my subscriber count up. I would really appreciate it. Also here to remind you guys about reviews and downloads. Make sure you're downloading every single podcast and whatever podcast app you use, as well as leaving a review on Apple Podcasts if you wish to. It really helps out the show and gets me to have a better idea of what people would like to see or what people are like, like seeing. And so this episode now I'm going to get into is with a good friend of mine named Ricky Gutierrez. Now, Ricky and I met when I was just a young buck trying to you know, get my first job. And so I met him at Starbucks. So me and Ricky, you know, we both, you know, went, uh, worked at Starbucks together. And through that, we have just become lifelong friends. Uh, in this podcast, we talk about, you know, how he got into art and how he got into tattooing specifically. And just his journey with that through his apprenticeship, through... You know, thinking he couldn't make a living from it through moving to Roseville, Sacramento, to thinking, what am I doing? Why did I move here to now, you know, becoming really successful and owning a tattoo shop, Roseville Tattoos? I believe it's called that. If that's wrong, I am so sorry, Ricky. But I just really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed our conversation. And let me tell you, we laughed and laughed and laughed. And we started the podcast by laughing. So, you know, bear with us on our stories. We go on tangents. We talk about, you know, this one time I accidentally stole a dog. We talk about all the memories from Starbucks to listening to Britney Spears nonstop in one of our coworkers' houses. Just, we we talked about it all, and it was just a great conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Ricky G, a.k.a. Ricky Gutierrez, a.k.a. a good friend of mine, Ricky. This is it. Real talk. What not? Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. I can't wait to get faded with uh, Big Greg. Oh, dude, Greg. Yeah, dude, my parents are going to party. Hell yeah, they are. Here. Trade you. Thank you. They just say hello cold in there. Uh, Can you get like a little fridge for down here? I know, like a like a mini one. Mm -hmm. Ours in the back is just like a water. uh... Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's cool though because it doubles up and doesn't take up as much space. Exactly. We're rolling, but we're just gonna cut in at some point. And the only advice is like when you talk into these things, like Mm -hmm. just be like any like a fistful from it, like a fist from the 
Yeah. Oh, you can be as close as you want to. That don't matter. But some people talk. Just gonna talk like this. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Deffy will like it. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you roll it back on YouTube, they're be like, "What the fuck is he doing?" I know. Amateur. I feel like one. <laughs> I just fake it till you make it. That's like my motto in life. I'm just like, hey. Also, it's gonna get hot in here. Uh, oh, because of the fan? Yeah, we stopped. Yeah, and then it's just insulated well now. We'll just but- go full tanner and take our shirts off. <laughs> hey, who knows how this podcast will bellies. how this podcast will end, man? <laughs> Maybe it will never end. Yeah, I think you're like you're my. I mean, one of my first Starbucks friends, huh? Like I would yeah. say. Yeah, um, you, I remember you walking in. <laughs> I baby walk- face. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Micah. <laughs> Do you know who Macklemore is? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. You're like, what type of music you like? I was like, I don't know if you know who they would be, man. You like Macklemore? I was like, Zach likes it too. Yeah. <laughs> this kid's going to be all right with us, okay? <laughs> now let's just uh, eat anything we want. And Did you remember when we hid in the cabinet? It was me, you. Oh, no. That, I don't think you were there. Never I mind. hid in the fridge multiple times. Uh, it was me, Zach, and Paul, and mm-hmm. Kristen. We, op- we were opening with Kristen, and we hid Paul in the cabinet. And then, oh, before. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And we're like, hey, come here. Can you check? Check. We have any more a base? And she like checks in. She was like, that's not funny, you guys. And we're like, it's pretty funny that we took out every single base and you still checked. <laughs> and they're sitting right on top. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, scaring her one time. I was like in the drive through window and like knocked. And she like walks over and checks out. And I jumped up and scared her. She instantly like, did one of these like straight wide eyed and like shook her head. I was like, oh, that's so dramatic, but I loved it. Yeah. I loved scaring people. I used to have like so many videos on my phone, remember? Oh, yeah. I used to scare, the, yeah. I forgot I used to about set that. my phone up. Starbucks was like a big place where I feel like people just scared people. Yeah. Cause it was like, like around the corner uh-huh. all the time. So it was like, there's always so many spots to hide. Yeah. And like the mop, the mop area too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it got to the point I have it on, like I had it on my phone where people would like walk to the back and like look first. They're like, where the hell? Hell is he? Yeah, and I would hide like on you the top. Say, of I the remember that. Show. I remember like hiding where like on the top of everything <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. We're like above where the computer was. We yeah. had like hella storage and stuff. Dude, that was those were good times. Dude, yeah, it's like the yeah. Those are like like the 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 best times at Starbucks. I feel like, or for me, like Five Corners and I mean, there's obviously every different one, but Five Corners. Five was, Corners for sure. It was like it was always a good. Do you, time. <laughs> do you remember I thought about this the other day? You remember when I accidentally stole that dog? <laughs> <laughs> So I freaking uh, me and my buddy Josh were hanging out, and then like there's just like pit bull that was like, walking around the neighborhood, and I just was like, I was getting in my car and we're going to Starbucks to get get stuff, and I was like, oh, just, you come the drive? Yeah, I was like, I'll just take this dog for a ride. So like I just like called the dog in my car, jumped in my car, and then we drove through the Starbucks, and then you got you guys were like, whose dog is that? I was like, I don't know, I just found it, <laughs> and then I posted like this is when like Instagram was early, but I posted yeah. like on my my story, I was like. <laughs> Is this my dog? Nope. Do I know whose dog this is? Nope. It was just like me, the dog, <laughs> and Josh. And Dude. then somebody messaged me and said, Micah, is this the dog that you you found? And it was like, <laughs> it was like a Facebook post. And it was like, it was just like missing dog. It was like two darker males uh, called my dog into their car. Like, and like, they posted it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And like, they're like trying to find me. And I, first off, I'm like, I'm your neighbor. I found this dog at my house. Like, you don't know who I am. But like, yeah, it was like all this big, big old deal. And then I just like, I I remember I just got home with the dog and I was like, all right, see you later, man. <laughs> just let it out. Go yeah, yeah. And then she had like a follow-up post and it was like, the robbers must have been like scared because they returned with my dog. I'm like, yeah, that's the reason robbers.
we're just gonna. I just got it. your. I just got your dog a big old cup of whipped cream. And you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Here's the bill. <laughs> exactly, dude. Those are great times. So, so I can have the sound bite. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself? <laughs> My name is Ricky G. That's it. Ricky that's, G. That's it. Yeah. I uh, tattoo. You tattoo. That's it. But it's kind of weird to be referred to as Ricky G at times, just because. I mean, is that just it's just Ricky, you know? Yeah, Ricky. I'm a Ricky Gutierrez. Yeah, Ricky Gutierrez. Father, husband, artist, artist. Yeah, dude. It's funny because like I remember you'd always draw and stuff in Starbucks Mm -hmm. like all the time, like, and that was before like because I didn't really, you know what I mean? When you like kind of meet somebody at whatever stage in life, it's like I was like, I don't know, this guy just likes to draw. (laughs) Like, guys, a weirdo. Yeah, (laughs) but you'd always do people's like uh, write our names on our name tags and everything. Yeah. Hey Ricky, can you write my name? I was like, I I still have that name tag. Do you from Five Corners that says Micah with you writing on it? Dang, yeah, you got a lot better, man. (laughs) For sure, (laughs) for sure. I guess that's good. It's no, good. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so how did you get into tattooing? Like, um, like how did it, or I guess, so where did your love for art kind of start? I've always drawn, like, so I asked my parents one day, I was like, when when do you remember seeing me, like, take a, you know, a liking for it? And, and uh, my dad said, like, three or four, maybe five. Like, I would always draw crayons and mm-hmm. i would draw in his magazines so he'd be pissed, pissed he, off yeah. yeah he used to get low writer like the low writer oh yeah, yeah you know and so he would get those and my mom would get the low writer art magazines and i remember that's like the worst paper to draw on too you know what oh I mean? yeah it's like a magazine it's like <laughs> glossy <laughs> yeah. paper yeah and so i would just draw on it would draw in them and he'd be you know he'd be pissed he'd be like you know here you know give me paper and stuff mm-hmm. so then i would just start drawing on that and i remember like early some of my earliest memories, I remember um, taking my mom's like art books, mm-hmm. opening them up and just like tracing out of them. Mm. I'd get, you know, paper, put it on top and I would yeah. trace everything. Or I would try to like mimic what I saw in the, mm-hmm. you know, in the picture. And uh, that was like super early. I remember just like, I was probably like five or six that mm-hmm. I can remember, you know. And then like through school and stuff, did you just kind of doodle or? The only reason I took an art class in, in high school, so... Um, elementary school, we didn't have like art. Yeah, was just so they were actually talking about putting me at the middle school for an art, like for art class at one point. Oh wow! But that like nothing like made of it, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, so that ended up happening. And then middle school, we didn't have an art class. I don't think. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it was like unless it was like a part of your English class like, or like they have club, an arts and crafts. They would be like an after yeah. after school club, and I was like, I'm not staying later Longer, at school yeah. like i want to leave now yeah. you know and so i never did that high school comes i think it was my sophomore year and you went to atwater right Is that i went to atwater at? yeah and so um sophomore year they were like you need to get a sixth period because mm-hmm. or a, a fifth period because sixth period i had athletics mm-hmm. and so um they were like you gotta you gotta find something so i was like all right well I'll just take art mm-hmm. it'll be an easy yeah you need to like yeah. yeah yeah i was like it'll be an easy a for me didn't really learn anything in that class um, yet, to be honest. Like, I yeah, didn't. yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, uh, all I remember from art class was like, I took a, I just took once my freshman year, and just I learned. I remember Vince Van Gogh and his ear getting shot off. Dude, I don't even remember. I don't That's even all remember I that. remember. I just remember like and Starry Night. And my teacher's like, Starry one Night. day you're gonna use this in a conversation with somebody. You're gonna reference Starry Night, Vince Van Gogh. Here you go. Thank you, Miss Schmidt. I think Mrs. Mrs. Schmidt. I don't know. 
shout out to Schmitty. <laughs> uh, and then like senior year, I took another one because we ended up getting in trouble because six period athletics, it, like after season, uh-huh. they were like, just get lost, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. It was so, like after your sport had ended and there was always like that weird, uh, yeah, yeah, like, like two transition. months or like, they're like, exactly. I don't know what to do with you. And so they were just like, uh, like just get lost, you know? Well, <laughs> some people like got us all in trouble and they were like, how are all these football players like not and doing anything? Know, anything? Yeah. So they're like, all right, you got to get a class now. So then I took art. <laughs> Again? And I took, yep, I took art my senior year. And it was with uh, Miss Bauer um, over at Atwater High. And dude, she was so dope. Like she taught me how to paint. She taught me like the mm. fundamentals of painting. Um, and she was, she was like super sweet. And just always like real chipper, you know, every time mm-hmm. we'd come in. But she'd, if I would be like annoyed or like, you know, just in my hormones, like, ah, <laughs> you know, everyone's so, she'd be like, hey, Ricky, how's it going? And I'm just like, I'm all right. I'm all right. And then I just sit there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then she got me to do, like, I did like the, uh, the every 15 minutes. Oh, okay, I got to design yeah. our t shirts for oh, that. Oh, really? Year. That's yeah. cool. And, um, and then I took a class. I like teachers that kind of like push you, you push you, and they do this thing where, some teachers, it's like, we have to do the curriculum, blah, blah, blah. And other teachers are are thinking, well, this kid has a passion for this. If I just kind of push him in the right direction, yeah, that's going to, in turn, lead to somewhere. Exactly. So I did, like, uh, my first, like, big acrylic painting mm. in that class. And I actually sold it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's my and, like, boy. in high school, too. I was like, yeah. right, that's like, wow, I'm making yeah. money from. I sold it to uh, Nelson Maderos. Oh, okay. You know Mr. Maderos? Yeah, I know who that is. And so I sold it to him. It was a big old Rocky painting. He, like, commissioned oh, me to do it. So really? I was, like, tight. And, uh, yeah, so I, got to, I sold, like, my first painting in high school. And that just kind of kept you drawing throughout? Yeah, well, and I that, just, huh? it's just what I did. Mm-hmm. Like, I just like to do it. That was, like, your hobby? Just, like, yeah. Your thing, right? And, like, um, I remember... I took another class in, in, in college, and that's kind of like when I learned the proportions of a face and, you know, how to properly do that, mm. um, which is super helpful. I still have, like, notes from that, like, in my— Oh, really? You know, that's cool. —that I keep, and I look mm-hmm. back to you every now and then, you know? Um, but— uh, Did you—how did you? How many—did you take a couple art classes in college? I took—I took one— mm-hmm. Like tangible art class, you know, like yeah, application class, and then um, I took a, I took two art history classes. I took it, I took the same one twice because the first one didn't do too great, so <laughs> I didn't show up most of the time. You know, so. I voluntarily took it again. Exactly, so I took <laughs> so it I could again. replace that first grade. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I took it twice because I really wanted to capture the knowledge of art history. Dude, it was a three-hour night class. Oh, dude, night, night classes were the freaking... And the dude, like, I don't remember his name. He was just, like, some nerdy guy that taught over at uh, Merced College. And he was, like, he was, like, the guy who he for sure got, like, picked on. Mm-hmm. And he, like, took it out on everybody now that he's, like, yeah. in power. I'm, like, dog, I'm just here. I'm we're just all here, here just to get this yeah. great man. Like, I'm care. sorry. I'm sorry for whoever did whatever yeah. to you, you know? Like, don't take it out on us. I, I had to take music history one time, but it, I, it was a three-hour night class, too. Dude, we did that, too, and I actually had a great time in that class. Who was your teacher? Um, I want to say her name was George. Uh, was George. Ours she was, was like, like a— I had to make Miss Walsh or something. But I remember it was, like, three-hour night class, but it was, like, this is, a, oh, like, a decent three-hour night class. Yeah. Because I, I had, like, a three-hour accounting class one time, and— Mm-mm. Yeah, but the British I had a British guy who was my teacher, and he would just talk about like he's like talk about how much like his ex wife is a bitch and stuff like that. <laughs> and, I was like, and that's the thing about college professors that's cool is like 
there's no one watching them. You know what I At mean? And, and they're kind of like, we got a guy in this position. I'm sure once they're tenured in that position, they're just like, can okay. say whatever shit. Yeah, exactly. And they have, I know like certain like Randall or like certain teachers, you ever have Randall with mm-hmm. political science? So certain teachers have like certain stories that go with this lesson. Oh, gotcha. And yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, this guy Randall, he never wrote down anything, but he'd tell like his classes the same exact stories, but each class would be on different parts. And he'd tell them like, the same exact time between this subject and that subject. Dang. Yeah, it's just, it just like, it's funny. He's just been there for so that, long. He's, he's more like, of a stand-up comedian than a freaking, yeah. Which is great, too. No, yeah. I had Murphy. Murphy was a, uh, a, my psych, I think it was like. Oh, I had, one. I think I had Murphy, too. Dude, he was great. Mm-hmm. I failed his class, but I showed up every, <laughs> like I showed up all the, I just didn't do any of the work. I literally just showed up and but he was so dope like i loved his class yeah yeah that's like uh i just dude named professor lorenzo i used to remember right right my professor mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah and so like uh he had uh like a bad grade on it and like normally i always make sure my professor has like an easy grade mm-hmm. and then i he was like one of the few that i was like whatever i'll this is the only class i can take i'll take it and he was like one of my favorite teachers he had this essay that everyone complained about mm-hmm. but it was like it asked you a question and then you had to write a paragraph and then i asked you a question and then you wrote a paragraph okay and people were talking about like oh the last essay Say it's like so hard, blah blah blah. But all we would do is sit in his class. We had a book we we're supposed to read, so we'd read like a chapter a, a day, mm-hmm. and then talk about it when we got in class. And instead of like, that was keep, it? dude, we're supposed to have all these other lessons, but <laughs> we would just get so caught up as a class talking about the book that at the end of five minutes of every single class, he'd be like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." He'd be like, "This is gonna be on the test. This is gonna be on the test. This is gonna be on the test." Like, <laughs> all right, go, you guys. And so like, he'd star the only questions that would be on the test. Oh, perfect. That's yeah, tight. He was a great teacher. Yeah. And then I, yeah, those are the only art classes I took. I didn't, I thought. And everything else self taught, pretty much. Yeah. Self taught. Um, YouTube. Oh, yeah. Like, Dude, YouTube's like the best for. I even still look at it now because, like, I'm not, I'm not familiar with like all like painting mediums mm-hmm. or, um, so I'm like, I don't know how the fuck to use like heavy body acrylics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, stuff <laughs> like that. Cause I, you know, I try and just go straight out the tube and I'm just like, this is not moving. Like, I'm just sitting there just like, throw in paint on a canvas mm-hmm. and it's just difficult. So I'll go on YouTube and check stuff out. Still. I mean, that's like me with photography, videography. Like there's always something you can learn too. Like, For you're sure. not. It's like when it comes to arts and craft, you're always, you can learn something like 30 years down the line that like, oh, I n- mm-hmm. never thought about doing it that way. Or yeah. And it's just cool because like, YouTube allows people like us to kind of just like figure things out for themselves. Yeah. When like, it's also interesting that there's schools for like you know art and school because you didn't did you you didn't get your degree did you no right yeah no. yeah so but like, it's interesting like, I, and I got a degree for education but mm-hmm. it's not like I'm using that either yeah I mean I'm a I'm a substitute teacher but dude you're using it you're using it <laughs> dude the kids uh, I substitute these classes like over and over again uh-huh. and this, <laughs> this kid was like you podcast guy and I was like I am podcast guy. <laughs> That's then, tight, dude. And then every now and then, uh, like, if these kids were talking about like a podcast for like far too long in front of me, mm-hmm. and they're just talking over and over about it, and it's like, well, if you want to check out a podcast, I <laughs> handed my business card. I was like, check out my podcast. But like, they're, they're the same kids now that who are just like hella cool with me, and they're like, oh, Mr. Daly's here. And yeah, I'm like, how's it going, man? You know, it's party time as soon as you walk in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do your stuff. I'll do my stuff. I'll edit my videos. Then you, you had seen my brother there a few times, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember I, he's like, "Dude, Micah's my uh, yeah, Micah's my sub." But it's like, right. high, you know, but it's funny because like high school kids, you I can never tell if they like really like me or not, yeah. just because they're like kind of like you know, high school modes. Like, I want to be cool. Or You're just be, all, you always have to be cool. Yeah, exactly. You know, I can't tell like, oh, I like that guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like, I'm just, it just like I never know with your brother. I remember I say, oh, "What up, man?" And like, like hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you like, just sit there. Yeah, I'm like, maybe he likes me, maybe he doesn't. <laughs> I know. I always tell like, uh, cause you know, Briley, she's seven now. 
Mm. So she's going through like, you know, my friend doesn't like me or, mm-hmm. you know, th- we're arguing right now. We're not friends, you know? And I'm just like, dude, I can Already just too rain on your whole parade and just be like, you probably won't be friends <laughs> next year, yeah. you know? Or if you are friends with her next year, like, probably won't make it out of high school. <laughs> That's just reality. Yeah, like, yeah. I have way more friends now that I, you know, I still, I still definitely talk to um, a few people that I talk to. So two of my really good friends, you know, two of my best friends there. Childhood. Childhood, kindergarten, mm-hmm. first grade. Yeah. And so like, and we still talk, you know, we don't, we don't talk every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time we get together, like it's love every time. Family, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we will, you know, drop in on each other, birthdays, you know, stuff like that. Kids' birthdays, we still show up for stuff like yeah. that. And But other than that, like we, you know, we just talk on Instagram or text mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, but it's always, it's always, we never skip a beat. And then like uh, people from high school, I still talk to a handful of them, but for the most part, it's like, hey, what's up, man? Like, how are you? How have you been? And it's typically like small the, talk at the tarmac, you know, yeah. when we run into each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, Little Lotus or something. Yeah. I've never been there, but I heard it's tight. I thought you went there. Mm-mm. I've only been to the tarmac, which I think tarmac's pretty tight. Yeah. Tarmac is cool. It's super. It's, and like, they have good beer. Yeah. <laughs> they have beer. They get you pretty fucked up, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I, one time, uh, me and Jimmy were <laughs> recording for a for them, and like we had like I don't know, like five beers each, but mm-hmm. like they're like seven, eight percent IPAs, and so like at one point I was like, I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, I'm so hungover. Like I was just sitting in the shower, just, like, just hanging out, yeah, just drinking beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why and, haven't they sponsored you yet? I, I I've tried. I've talked to them. They're just they're busy people. They're uh, they make they make time, dude. I know this is. I think this is the first time I've had. <clears throat> no, not first time, but uh, normally I try to keep like uh, some type of valley beer uh-huh. or something from the valley. But he can't always do it. <laughs> you got a beer for that's the valley. why. I... <laughs> you got a beer for the valley. Yeah, Modelo. Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> a beer for the valley. <laughs> exactly, the most drank beer in the valley. Exactly. No, <laughs> and then so so you went through. High, uh, high school and then afterwards you know you were just doing art and so mm-hmm. when did you kind of realize like maybe you wanted to start tattooing um so tattooing i had always kind of wanted to do it but i didn't think i could make any money like i can't raise a family tattooing you know growing mm-hmm. up is what i thought so i like looked into corrections mm-hmm. um i went through the process i did i did the, really? i did the uh the written test for that out in fresno um, and then I had my physical test lined up to go. And I just remember being at Starbucks and like a lot of the dudes would come in. I'm just like, dude, these guys are miserable. And none of them look happy. Ever. Yeah. So I'm just like, man. And I know some like Imagine. correction officers that are like, they're, you know, like me and you. like Yeah, uppity kind of. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, there was also like what I was exposed to at that time. Everyone was just like coming in like, excuse my coffee. You know, like mm-hmm. no one talked or anything. I'm like. Yeah, dude. Like I you think can it make a lot of a, money, but I don't want that. A certain type of person too, because like oh, for sure. Like let's <laughs> trust trust me, I could not be a correctional officer. Imagine me no. being a correctional officer. <laughs> like just imagine that. You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, let me get some toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whatever you guys want, man. Yeah. I'm just trying not to get hurt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, I was like, man, I can't do that. Like, you're trying know, to, yeah, I'm trying to find out. Okay, what can I do for a living, basically? Yeah, I was like, I know I can make a lot of money doing that. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be miserable yeah, with all this like, money, you know, either. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I didn't end up going to that. And I was just like, you know what? If I'm in the same position I'm in now, a year from now, I'll just go through it again. Like I passed the first test. Yeah. So I can do it, you know, I'll do it again. And uh, oh, You can always fall back on that, basically. Exactly. 
So then um, one day my dad was like, hey, I got you a tattoo machine. I was like, oh, you really? did? Yeah. He ended up getting a tattoo machine from a, one of his boys at work who I guess tattooed like at home uh-huh. and uh, brought it home. And he was like, what's up? Let's go. Let's go get some ink and some needles. Tattoo me. And I was like, oh, really? All right. Yeah. Man, your dad's a boss. Dude, it was so crazy. So like, and you know, I'm like, I'm on this high at this point. I'm like, so right, this at, why, So this is why you're working at where? Five Corners? This or? is why I was working. Yeah, Five Corners. Right. Okay. So I'm still at Five Corners. You had, yeah. And uh, me and Amy lived on our on our own mm-hmm. at this point, you know. And then, um, so he, I picked him up, came over here to the, one of the smoke shops that sold tattoo uh-huh, equipment. Stuff. Yeah. And looking back at it, I'm just like. Dude, this is so disgusting. Like, <laughs> it's so gross. Well, it's like, because yeah, I mean, you're like, what, looking stuff up online on how to do stuff, or yeah, YouTube. Like, you know what I mean, like YouTube and yeah, it. Yeah, just, I went on YouTube. So, um, you know, I get all the, I get the ink, I get the needles, and I figure out how to, like, I learned how to set up a machine, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I, uh, I set out a whole little spot to tattoo him. We're on his dining room table, and I tattooed him like right in his arm. You know, right in the ditch of his arm area. What was it? It was two hearts and the two hearts that cross, like where they cross, it made a cross. Mm. And so he was like, I want the hearts in red and the cross in black. So you're like, you're see. being awfully picky, dad, for That's me not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> He's like, you can do it. You can do it. Like, I see you draw all the time. You can do it. So I'm like, all right. Like, how hard I can, can do this, it? Exactly. How hard can this be? And so, uh, and so I was sitting there and then, you know, I set it up and everything and, Typically, like, you have the needle hanging out of the tip of the, like, tube. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the thickness of, like, a, a nickel. Yeah. You know? And oh, it's so, hanging out of it? Yeah. yeah so it's, like, so, only going in that much, right? Yeah, so there's bare, There's not much needle exposed. Yeah. You know, you know the, needle's, the needle's on a barb yeah. about that big. You have, like, this much Yeah, you're just trying to have a tiny bit showing, exactly. right? Dude, I had that thing out like a good <laughs> so inch. Just like, doom, doom, doom. Dude, I had it out like an inch. And uh, oh. I remember him just sitting there and he was, you know, he's like, all right, go ahead. And we're like, I'm like staring at him, I'm like shaking, you know? And as I'm shaking, I go to tattoo him. And the first like line I started to pull, it like picked his skin. So as I like come out of the skin, it's all bing, bing. Yeah. And he's uh. like, and he's sitting there, he's like, hey, I don't think you're doing it right. <laughs> I was like, nah, I got this. Like, I watched it on YouTube, you know? It's like, I know how to do this. Dude, I, did the, I did the entire tattoo like that. Really? Yeah. And then where the red was supposed to turn black, I brought it too far down. So then I was like, oh, shit. All right, well, black's darker, so I can just cover that red up, you know? And I didn't go, I, like, double-lined it. So there's, like, a red and a black line right next to each other still. Does he still have it? He's, he won't let me cover it. Oh, really? He, he's like, I'll never let you. I'll, That's kind of. I'll never. It's. I, that's kind of cool for just for him to remember that. Yeah, moment pretty it's much. super dope. Yeah, but like, uh, why don't you post it? I was gonna post it. I like, actually I, have you, dude. I haven't posted it, but and I should. But they do have. So my parents for Christmas <laughs> last post year. It. Let me know if anybody wants to get a tattoo. <laughs> some recent work. I have a story about this too. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, uh, so they got me. They got me a portfolio because, dude, oh, okay. I didn't. You know, fortunately, they printed out one like with your work and stuff. Yeah. So fortunately, cool. now. You know, I'm, I've I've created a name big enough to where I don't mm. I don't have to have a portfolio, yeah. especially with the Instagram. Yeah, exactly. You kind of just have exactly. That so physically, I don't need a portfolio. Like I haven't had it out since COVID started because you people know? can just go through your Instagram. Exactly. Right? So I didn't have one of my dad's. Like you need a portfolio. Like I had the one that I had out there. It was like from all my work in 2016. So like, is that when you were still in Merced? 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like it's a four, long time ago. Yeah, it's like four or five years old at that, you know, at this point. So they got me a new one. And the new one that they got me, they got that tattoo. Uh, they took a picture of it and posted it. So that as soon as you open my book, that's the first tattoo that you they see. They really did. <laughs> yeah. So that it's that tattoo and then a picture it's of my more family. Like for you or like, like I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it, a present it's just, to you. It's just funny. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's hella funny. And so they got that and they got a picture of my family. Oh, so okay. as soon as you open up, because you know, my dad was like, you know, I want you to remember where you why you're from. doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing this for this, and this is where you came from. Yeah. You know? So it's super cool, and like that's what I have at the shop now. That's awesome. Um. So the story with that dude, he used to embarrass me so bad because like, you know, I'm only, I'm only either in my apprenticeship or like first year. And How like, old were you when you started your apprenticeship? I started my apprenticeship in 2013. So, and you were like, what, so I was 20? 24. Okay. 23, 23, 24. And so um, it was in April is when I started. Then I finished in March of 14. So I was 23. And um, and so I get my apprenticeship. And the way I got my apprenticeship, you know, I'd, I'd reached out to another guy who had just gotten his. I was like, hey, dude, how'd you do it? Mm-hmm. You know, like I've been drawing my whole life. Like, how do I, how do, I do this? Yeah, you yeah. Know? I want to tattoo. Because as soon as I tattooed my dad, soon, like the first like skin that I was able to tattoo, kind of I like, was hooked. Yeah, dude. I was going to say. You know, I was hooked. And so I did, I did a handful of tattoos like at my house. I remember that. Or I remember Zach. I did Zach. Yeah. Zach, I did the. He, Zach's your canvas, man. He dude, was your starting point. For he has a lot of my first. Yeah. So he has, he has like, my. A lot of your early portraits and stuff too. He's uh-huh. my first portrait I ever did. Uh-huh. Um, he had the second tattoo I ever did on skin. It was on his uh, foot. It was a. Tr- it was supposed to be a treble cleft. Oh, I remember that. And it looks like a wrapped up orange peel. And then you uh, tattooed yourself at one point, right? And you were yep. tattooed like "fuck cancer" or something. Yeah, I have something. the FC on my yeah. on my thigh. I remember that. And the yeah. whole thing's blown out. Like it's so bad, you know. <laughs> and uh, so he has my first portrait. He has the first tattoo that I did in a shop, because you know when I was tattooing, uh, my mentor was just like, "Hey, call one of your boys in. Like today's the day." And I was like. Oh shit! I know exactly who to call. <laughs> so I called Zach. Hey, can you be at the shop? He's like, today's the day. And I was like, yeah, He's like, I'll be right there. And like, came came right away. Did my yeah. first tattoo on him in the shop. Did my first portrait on him. And it was no, it was what never. Was your, what was your first portrait? A Which portrait one? of Kid Cudi. Okay, Kid Cudi's. Yeah, he had a few. So I was. Yeah. To so as I'm looking, you know, I'm looking uh, as I'm tattooing the portrait. It's so funny. As I'm tattooing the portrait, he had chest hair, and I remember just like sitting there and I like, started squib- squibbling, and I was like. Hey, does that look like chest hair to you? He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, cool. <laughs> and so first tattoo in the shop, first portrait. Uh, and then he has my first award winning piece. Oh, really? Uh, at yeah. the tattoo show? Or yeah, one of the so shows? we took it to a tattoo show. Um, and th- that was in 2015. Where was that show at? It was in Roseville. Okay. Yeah, so that's how I got connected to the guys that I... Oh, really? Wh- and was that when you were still working I was still in Merced, Merced yeah. And then you... That's mm-hmm. how you linked up with those guys. Yeah, that's real cool. Yeah, so I um, it was in Roseville, and it was I did a skull with like a a, a war bonnet, like mm-hmm. the native headdress, um, and I did it all black and gray realistic, and we ended up winning an award for that. So he also had my first award, um, which is super tight. Yeah, that's he cool. Has a, I did the first tattoo at a convention on him too, and so he has like all my progress, and I haven't tattooed him in. Probably like four years. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, I mean, he's pretty covered up too. Yeah, like he's limited in space now. You know, yeah. Just tattooed him anytime I didn't have anything, I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Hey, come through." All right. And so you know, and uh, it's funny because full circle, he's a barber now. Yeah. 
when he, before he started uh, his barber school, he called me and he was like, hey, I need someone's hair to cut. And I'm just like, <laughs> all right, like, good luck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't and so, dude, it's hair that could grow back, dude. Yeah, I know. Well, and exactly. And I was just like, I was like, I didn't tell him like, all right, good luck. But in my head, I'm like, what are you asking me here? Yeah. Like, this is my hair. <laughs> You know, that's like when, then, dude. You back in the day, you'd have like you dye some of your hair and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I did. I did stupid stuff with my hair all the yeah. time. But like when he was like, you know, come through, I was like, all right. <laughs> you like you kind of like felt like, like I have to. Like, I have to. This like, guy let me tattoo him. Exactly. So, like, I can't not back. let him. Yeah. Like <laughs> he has so many bad tattoos <laughs> that I did on him. You know, and so I'm just like, all right, dude, I'll be right there. I go to his house and he cut my hair and he did a good job. Or like you know, I you remember, you remember the time he, he didn't mess it up enough, you know, to yeah, me, for me yeah. to notice. So I'm like, I feel like like you did a good job, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, like uh, you could have done that, yeah, you exactly. He could have jacked me yeah. up, and I'd be like, dog, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so you know, I was, I was at, and uh, <laughs> once I, I forgot where, like where we were. It was uh, something about I don't know. It was something about. Oh well, I got my apprenticeship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you reached out to the guy and okay, you're trying to yeah. figure out how to get you the and so he told me he was like yeah man you know i just got a bunch of drawings i gave them to the guy that ended up you know mm-hmm. giving me my shot and oh, you just like make a portfolio it. for yourself yeah like, exactly of like your artwork exactly so then so um, you did kind of <laughs> so i was tattooing at the house already and then amy got me a tattoo for my birthday and so when i got tattooed by him Mm-hmm. Me and him were sitting there talking it up and uh, went up finding out like we're from the same neighborhood in Winton. Mm, no I knew a few of the same people he knew. He knew my aunt. Uh. Um, you know, so it was like small world. And so as, and I'm telling him like, hey dude, like, you know, I tattoo at home. Like, can you give me any pointers? Yeah. He's like, yeah, dude, like don't tattoo at home. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, yeah, like just don't do it. He's like, you know, I'm going to, I'm opening up a new shop here pretty soon. Like I'm going to need an apprentice. Take my number down. It's like, all right, like, okay, you know, and yeah. I'm like fumbling my phone. I'm like, yeah. all right, what is it? You know, and then he, so he gives me his number. He's like, you lose my number, dude, you lost your apprenticeship. I was like, hey, I told Amy, I was like, hey, put his number in your phone too. Like, I need that, you know? And so um, come April, that was in October. Come April, he's already opened up his shop. Um, and I bring in my portfolio and, you know, I'm sitting there and he like pulls me to the back and like interviewed me like a job interview. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you're like, well, this uh, is weird. Yeah. You know, that was like, I didn't know any better, you know? So I was just like, I f- in my head, I was like, I feel like a, at a tattoo shop, you wouldn't do that, you know? I was going to say, I feel like that too. Well, which is funnier because uh, at Starbucks, I didn't even get interviewed. I just, Garrett was- showed up. Well, I showed up one time and he threw <clears throat> my resume and then he called me six months later and he was like, hey, can you uh, reapply? Your your thing's not in there. I was like, okay. And he was like, come to the shop today. And I came down and he was just like- uh, he was just like, sit down. And he was just like, ask me one question. He was like, you want the job? I was like, I guess. Like, Is this how cool. you guys do it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so, uh, so he, he interviewed you. me. And um, he was like, all right, man. Uh, can you start Monday? Yeah. So yeah. then, you know, I go back and I, I ended up telling Zach. And it's funny because the main reason why I even like did, like went through with the apprenticeship and everything was because Zach got his apprenticeship barbering, which inspired me because I was like, kind of go for it. Shit, like, yeah, because I was like, man, Zach just like jumped into it, you know? (laughs) Why can't I? Zach jumps into it, man. (laughs) Yeah, and that's how he is. Yeah, I was going to say, Zach jumps in, yeah. And so uh, I was like, 
dude, yeah, I'm going to do that too. So then I, you know, I got my apprenticeship. I to, I've told Zach before, I'm like, dude, like you're the reason why I like really just did it mm-hmm. because I was, I was so scared, you know, to no, get told it, no. It's or really like that. scary to do that, that leap of, yeah. of, it seems like something like out of the norm basically, or yeah, not sure. the the most traveled path, you know yeah. what I mean? And so there's always that scared jump. Like me, I was scared. Like I liked filming stuff from my senior year of high school, but I didn't jump into it until it's such a risk. I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, until I was like 26, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it just had being that right opportunity. And for me, it was Jim me who kind of like I was just like this guy's doing it and if I can learn from him like yeah. over and over because I was like I was always scared because I never had any formal training in it yep. and so you're just like do I even know what I'm doing but like that's thankfully for YouTube and everything else that it like, helps yeah yeah sure. it does help like it kind of gives you like maybe it doesn't like teach you exactly but like you can learn from from the best people on YouTube because yeah. there are some there like people who make YouTube videos who know definitely don't learn how to tattoo about. on YouTube though yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. It no, doesn't no. work. I <laughs> <laughs> it's so much harder. So, and that was at Restless Valley, right? That was at Restless Valley. So, and I got. So, how long did you apprentice for before you tattooed skin? Uh, it was like nine months. Oh, okay. So, yeah. uh, and apprenticeships are unpaid, right? Correct. So, so, it's like you're just putting time in, you're sweeping the floor. That's kind right? of what you're paying for, paying with, you know, yeah. the time. So, yeah, I would, uh, it's wild because, like, I didn't get hazed or anything like that, you know, mm. and I watched, like, TV shows, Miami Ink, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And so they would like haze dude and be like, yeah. you know, go wash my car and go do all this stuff. Yeah. And he didn't make me do any of that. I just had to like, he'd be like, hey, I'm hungry. Go get some. Yeah. And Jason Rios was my mm-hmm. uh, my mentor. So he's the one that taught me how to tattoo. And uh, he would just be like, hey, I'm hungry. I remember that all nice right. Chinese place. Yeah. Because my parents lived right, right down the stream. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so uh, I'd be like, all right, like, what do you want? I don't know. Taco truck. <laughs> Like, all right, cool. He's like, make sure it's good. I don't live around here. I don't know. Yeah, what, yeah. I don't know what taco shops are good around here. And so, like, I would just go get tacos. I'd come back with like three or four bags, you know. <laughs> Walk in, and um, and they would eat. Everyone would eat, and just get up and leave, leave all their stuff there. And just like, all right. He's like, clean it up. Cool. Yeah, just that. So little yeah, stuff. so like that. Um, just the shops, bitch, for a few months. Ultimately, like yeah, I was literally like, I just did whatever they told me to. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's like everything I've seen from other people, like because I'm around Jimmy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It seems like every, every apprentice has a similar type of. Uh, yeah, you you sweep the shop, you're you clean the it. You're the front desk person. You're, you're the grunt. You do everything for everybody. You make sure everybody else is able to run their job, you know, mm-hmm. smoothly. Because in turn, you're going to have a bitch of your own. I'm just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe one day. Uh, but, like, yeah, so I did that. I would uh, so I would clean, you know, sweep, mop the entire shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I would scrub tubes. So, like, the metal oh, tubes. Yeah. I would have to scrub those by hand. And, do that shit sucked. Because I didn't have, like, 30 or 40 tubes, you know, mm-hmm. from everybody. everybody. Everybody be using, you know, three to five machines a day. And then be like, all right, scrub tubes. I'm just like, oh shit. And so, so like, are you the only apprentice too? No. So that's how I got uh I got closer to Juno. Oh, the you apprentice so too? Me and Juno apprenticed together. Oh, really? Yeah. So I knew Juno from I vaguely remember this. Yeah. So Juno, I knew him in high school. We played football together. Uh after he graduated. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. That. Um we never like we'd see each other occasionally mm-hmm. and just like, hey, what's up, man? And that was it. And then uh and then we met in again in college because we had a class together. And we were talking about tattoos and how we wanted a tattoo, you know, and never did it. Well, and then I found out we're apprenticing together. So I was like, all right, this is tight. So we kind of just like went through the whole process together and we built like our relationship, mm-hmm. you know, because we we were both 
the shot bitches together. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so we did it together, which helped because I like not everything was always on me. But yeah. we would be certain days we'd have off together, or I'd be like, "Hey, I'll mop you, sweep." Yeah. Know, vice versa. Um, we'd have to go get uh, supplies, literally everything, mm-hmm. just to make sure setup breakdown. And you, I remember clean. you guys always would uh, tattoo on styrofoam cups, right? Yeah, so I remember that we- because at Starbucks, I still worked with you at that mm-hmm. time, and so I remember like seeing on your stores and stuff like that tattoo. And is that just like to be like a perfect, like gentle enough? Yeah, because his his thing was, and it was so scary because he had the styrofoam cup, you know, like so if you freaking this thin, yeah, I was say. he would stick his hand in it. Oh, really? And just hold it there. And he'd be like, you tattoo the cup, you're tattooing me. If you tattoo me, you're done. I was like, okay, cool. Damn. Let me just lose my <laughs> let me lose my shot here real quick. Yeah. And so um his his idea was skin is more forgiving than a styrofoam cup. So if you're pulling a line on the cup and you're able to do a really straight line on there, then skin will be nothing. Yeah. You know? And same thing with like depth. You don't want to go too deep yeah. and then you'll punch through the cup. Same thing with skin. You don't want to go too deep because you'll blow off the line, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, that was like, that was, it was cool. I'd mm-hmm. probably implement the same thing. Yeah. Like if I were to ever. Uh, yeah, because your somebody. shop now is just, uh, everyone has their station, right? And you yeah. guys are all just. Yeah, everyone just it, does uh, their own thing. It's appointments, right? Basically. Yeah, yeah. it's what? mainly, it's appointment only. Yeah, exactly. So we we have like a more of like a private studio type Yeah, private, thing. yeah, I was going to say. Um, so everyone runs their own thing. Like, we're nobody's parent. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to babysit you. you, you know? no, yeah, exactly. Do your job, show up when, you're, when you say you're going to show just, up and do a Everyone runs your space? Is that how yeah. it goes? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you do, you know, do your own thing. And so... Um, What's your shop again? What's it called? Roseville Tattoo Company. Roseville Tattoo and we're out company. in Roseville, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and so we... Then I move up to Roseville in 2016. Mm-hmm. And did you move up there and already have a job? Yeah, so I moved up there to tattoo. To, to tattoo? Okay. Yeah. So um, I kept in contact with uh, my boy Jesse, mm-hmm. who I have the shop with. Um, I kept in contact with him and another guy that used to work at Deviate, where I ended up moving to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm sitting there, you know, talking to them. And I told Jesse, I was like, man, I'm trying to, like, I want to leave Merced. Mm-hmm. I want to get out of here. Um, and so he was like, dude. Some guy just left. Like we have a spot at the shop. You should have, you should talk to Rick about it. The guy who ended up hiring. Mm-hmm. And so I called Rick. Super. He's a great dude. Mm-hmm. And um, I met him at the convention. And so I talked to Rick. I'm like, hey man, like you know, I'm looking to move. I get along with all the people there. You guys have a great vibe. Like I love your guys' vibe of the shop. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can learn a lot from you guys as well. And so he was like, man, we'll just you know come up a few times here and there and. You know, we'll see how it works out. So I go up there for a guest spot mm-hmm. and, you know, hit it off with them. And, you know, we went out and he was like, you know, I know you live out there, but would you be willing to move up here to work? And I was like, yeah, like, let me mm-hmm. talk to my wife because we bought a house out here. Like, we Yeah, that we was owned the one that or Zach lived out of for a while. Yeah. Or all, all of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we owned a house out here. Um, I had a, a daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we had our roots down here. And so I was like, let me talk to my wife. And I like just brought it up to Amy one day. I didn't think she was gonna say yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I mean, let's let's you know look at the Try logistics it out, of yeah. it and see what's up." And so we ended up moving. And How soon after like him offering it to you to um, you guys moving up there? <clears throat> probably like six months. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so it's a little. I mean, you get adjustment. I mean, like time to adjust. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, but it was like a um, in that in that six month period, it was like, all right, now we got to get our house ready to rent. We got to get our, mm. you know, stuff like and that. Figure out where you're living up there. Which, exactly. You guys live in an apartment up there in the beginning. Yeah, or? we moved into two apartments, two different ones. Mm-hmm. Um. So we, when we first moved up there, we moved into one set. Um. And then I had my nephew move up. I remember that vaguely. Yeah. I yeah. think when I got tattooed with you last time. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. positive. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think like that my nephew... Almost two years ago, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. so my nephew lived with us at the mm-hmm. time, so we didn't move into a bigger place for him, you know? Yeah, I remember this, yeah. And so um, and so we moved up there, and where I worked at Deviate, and ended up, you know, I think it was like a little less than a year. Uh, we had the opportunity to open up a shop, and, um, you know, Jesse was like, dude, let's open up together. I was like, nah, man, like, I'll work for you. Like, I don't want to open mm-hmm. up a shop, you know? He's like, no, let's just do it. Like, who cares? Okay. So, you know, and then I do it. I'm tattooing three years at this point, you know? Uh-huh. And so as this, was this, Did you were you already working at the other shop in Roseville? Yeah. And was that different shop than the shop that you're now at? Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I started at one shop. Well, that was at Roseville Tattoos or no? You're at Roseville I started now. at Deviate. Oh, Deviate. Okay, And then we sorry. opened up. Roseville Tattoo tattoos. Company together. That downtown Roseville is pretty cool, though. That yeah, so that's area. like a historic area, too. So that one's You really can tell. Nice. It almost yeah. has that vibe. It's just a really cool. We went to the bars that one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not my, cause my, cousin. Cousin, my cousin lived in Roseville. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the whole area is dope. Mm-hmm. So there's a coffee shop right across the street, uh, street from us. Yeah, because we went there. Little bars everywhere mm-hmm. around there. There's yeah, like there's like seven like... or eight bars just in our, like, three-block radius. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool little vibe, the whole town. Yeah. Is. And it's weird. I mean, it because it... it, it I mean, you always just think Roseville, Sacramento, like because they are next to each other. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But Roseville has the same its, county. Yeah, but Roseville just has its own little complete vibe to it. Yeah, and so I actually didn't even know how big Roseville actually was until like after I'd already moved there. And there's like I think there's like 150, 180,000 people. Oh, so it's a people. pretty big. City. It's a big city. Yeah, yeah. it's the biggest hey, city in Placer County. Oh, see, and I just assume like I assume that Sacramento is the big city that I mean it be, is. I mean it is. Yeah, but, but like, it's you know the major city. Closest major city. Um, and so you're three years into tattooing at this point, and this guy once opened up a shop with you. Yeah. And you just kind of say, like, all right, let's do it. it. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, now we've been there for four years. Yeah, damn. And so I so I, I guess I never really realized, because I knew you had gone up there to tattooing, but I don't remember. I guess I probably never realized you switched tattoo spots or something. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I never realized you're also the owner or mm-hmm. part owner, mm-hmm. half owner, whatever you— Part owner, yeah. Part so owner. Co-owners, co- co- yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was— like, I feel like um, since getting into tattooing, everything's kind of been like a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. You know, getting into it, moving two hours away, you know, mm-hmm. from comfort. We had we had nobody up there. Yeah. Um, and then, and I was busy here tattooing in Merced. Yeah, it's like you already had clientele here, and it's yeah. like really like feels risky to oh, leave so the risky. place where you already are getting people to come back to you. And mm-hmm. that's when you're thinking about tattooing or anything that has a client-based thing. You obviously want to stay where you have clients at. Cause, where I'm making money. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, that was, like, super risky to go, you know, two hours away into a whole different, like, pot. No one knows yeah. who I am at all. Like, I tattooed two people out in the Sacramento area. One of them was one of my really good friends, so I didn't charge him. Was it Steven? No, it uh, was, uh, his name was Daniel. So I didn't charge him, like, full price ever because I've been mm-hmm. tattooing him forever, you know? And then um, Steven still doesn't have any tattoos. Does he not? No. Yeah, I don't know. And so, uh, and there was another guy named Mark who used to tattoo out there, and uh, that was it. Damn. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, 
in the beginning walk-ins or what? Like walk in the, yeah, in the beginning yeah. just trying to get your clientele. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And so uh, we moved up there in August of sixteen, and I did a convention in October of sixteen. Is that the one that was Zach or no? That was no, it was a different one. And so um, this is way this is a year after year or two after two after, and so um, I remember getting home one night. And I was just, I was sitting there with Jesse and I was like, dog, I think I messed up. And he was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I think I like moved my family up here, like on impulse. Because mm-hmm. I'm not tattooing. Like, I went from tattooing. I was, I think out here I was booked like a month or two out at a time. Because mm-hmm. I would get a lot of uh, Jason's runoff since I did Black and Gray too. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was booked like two two months or so out. And then I go over there and I'm tattooing. I'm doing small like walk-in stuff. Yeah, just like two or three times a week. Writing some small yeah. little things. So I'm doing like, I'm making like minimal money, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I move up there and I'm making a fraction of what I was making out here. And all my bills doubled. Yeah, I was a bigger, yeah. Yeah, bigger city, bigger bills. Yeah, so I was like, dude, I think I fucked up. And he's like, no, dude, like it, it's fine. Like, you'll be all right. I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah. And, and it's the not knowing too. Cause it's even like, cause I'm a substitute teacher. It's like, I don't know if I'm going to have a job tomorrow. I mean, I will have a yeah. job tomorrow, but you know what I mean? You just never know if like, if the not, next one's going to come through. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's like, cause when you look at your schedule, you're like, am I doing anything? Mm-hmm. And, but then you also have to keep it open just in case. Yeah, happens, exactly. Know? And you can't plan anything cause you don't want to feel like you're missing out on money if you're doing something for yourself. Exactly. <laughs> so then I started working like six days a week. And so, I pretty much just told Amy, I was like, hey, like, I'm going to try and work as much as I can. Like, we need to make money, you know? Because mm-hmm. she had started a, a, an internship out there. Mm-hmm. So she ended up getting a job. But, like, it was an entry-level position for social work. Yeah, I remember you know? that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we weren't making a lot of money there at the time. That was in 16. And then um, I remember Amy was like, well, what's your, like, marketing plan? What are you going to do to get busier? And I was, you know, sitting there, and I was like, I'm just going to, like, do the best tattoos I can and just like wait for it to come in. Mm-hmm. She had looked at me and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was like, and I was so confused that she said that. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, that's a terrible marketing plan. Like, are you, gonna, are you gonna pass not going to do anything and yeah, let it exactly. come to you? <laughs> she's like, are you, you're not going to put any like flyers, nothing? I was like, no, why would I? Why would I do that? Yeah. You know, well, with flyers, like, what was this, Amy? Yeah, exactly. It was <laughs> or it's not carnival. the early two thousands anymore. Yeah, this is the carnival. Like, chill, you know. <laughs> so I would do like, uh, yeah, dude. I just started like busting out tattoos. I would do tattoos for cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my clients that were coming to me often, I would do free tattoos on them mm-hmm. just to try and do get, get them to get the word out. Yeah, tell word out. Or doing much. like so. I, I I've always wanted to do portraits. Mm-hmm. When I got into tattooing, I was like, I want to be a portrait artist, and so. Um, so I would do portraits on them and be like, hey, let me do this portrait on you and I won't charge you. And they're like, all right, cool. Yeah, exactly. Well, especially people know how expensive portraits can be. And everything exactly, else, yeah. yeah. So I just did that and my marketing strategy worked. I started really? getting busier, yeah. I started getting busier. Yeah, because you, you are known from basically for portraits or mainly for portraits now, yeah. right? So like black and gray realism, mm-hmm. um, color realism. I don't, I don't dislike color. I just like black and gray more, Yeah, you know? It just came more natural to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so March, like tax season rolled around. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was booked. And I haven't been like, I haven't slowed down a whole lot since. And, that, and so this is like 
you know, I typically stay like six to eight months out. Yeah, I know. Like when I or I reach out to you like a couple months ago, and you're like April first. Yeah, like, is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, is this the joke? And that's <laughs> typically what, like people's reactions are like April. I told somebody I was like, oh yeah, like I'm in May, and they're like 2022. I'm like, well yeah, dude, it's July right now, so we're already past May. You know? Damn though, yeah, that yeah. is pretty. Uh... So. You know, now I I make it to where like I cut my books off. I'm like I'm not I'm yeah. not taking any new because you need and you also like probably at this point you're like okay well I need time for myself my family, yeah, my family. you know what I mean you just yeah. have to balance it all because at one point you were like I would do anything to keep working 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 and then yeah now you're at the point where I'm like oh, I have to readjust my uh, uh, yeah I can almost my strategy not necessarily <laughs> I can not ne- not necessarily ease up from it because I still like I work hard I work I work mm-hmm. every day you know and um, and to be honest like I've still occasionally I'll do like five days a week. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, for the last, you know, five years, I've been working six days a week. And so, and I still do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll try and move stuff around, which it's nice, but it kind of sucks because like, you know, I have to miss birthday parties. Yeah, after bit, you know? yeah. And that's just, it's just That's just the way is. that, yeah. And, yeah. And, but you're lucky enough to where like, if you're missing birthday party for work, at least it's something that you enjoy doing. Exactly. Because there's some people who are missing birthday parties for work, and it's something that they And they actually they have to hit. work. And like, I don't actually, feel like I'm working. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you, yeah, you're doing what you love. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, like, it's cool when it comes to that in your life. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, like, I am working, but. Yeah, definitely. Like, at the end of the day, you're doing art every single day. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, this is tight. Like, I just draw on people all day, you know? Yeah. And so. Yeah. Sometimes you can't believe it. Like, you're just like, man. Yeah, and sometimes. Like, like and you're, I mean, like, you're getting paid, like, a great good amount you know what yeah. I mean like, like you're getting like I mean, the you're, world to do what I yeah, do yeah exactly and so it's nice I did definitely take it for granted though for the while or what no like in general like I took tattooing for granted because mm-hmm. as soon as uh, quarantine hit oh yeah dude, I like I like spiraled low key mm-hmm. we just like it threw, a, it threw a wrench in everyone's freaking life of just like for sure of, of your normalcy of thinking and that's probably even a little weirder because for you how was that since I mean, cleanliness, obviously, was a mm-hmm. big deal. And so everyone's probably even more worried. Yeah, I think for us, it wasn't like a huge deal because we're already clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we already take these precautions. People are, like, washing their hands and wiping stuff down. Like, we that doing You that. have to do that. Yeah, we've yeah. been doing that. So we're not—we mm-hmm. didn't have to adjust a whole lot, you know? Did Except you guys shut down for a little while, though? Yeah. So how long did you were you guys shut down for uh, until you, like, resumed back? I don't remember like the time frame, mm-hmm. but we shut down. We had to shut down because of the county. Oh, for the yeah, for I mean, what basically almost a month probably. No, nah. <laughs> so we had to shut down the first time. It was like from March. Oh, it was a while from March yeah. to June, and with us, we were like the last to. We were the first to close, last to open, for everything. Yes, when I remember. To, I remember when it came to like unemployment and stuff like that, yeah. we were the last people to collect, be able to collect on that. So I wasn't able to start collecting like the COVID relief, you know, unemployment. Mm-hmm. Until the end of April. Oh, damn, really? Yeah, so from March to April, luckily I had savings, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, from March to April, it was just, like— Yeah, and then you're not working, and then you're, like, feeling like, well, I'm not doing fucking anything yeah, with my time. Yeah, I, I, like, I at one point felt like I had, like, lost a little piece of my identity. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, that's what I do. I go mm-hmm. to work. I tattoo. You I know, tattoo. I provide for my family. Have, yeah, exactly. And then all that was, like, ripped away so quick, you know? But— in the same breath, I am so grateful that I was able to stay home with my kids. Yeah. Because, like, I work six days a week. I don't get that much time, you know, with A lot them. different. I yeah. mean, for you especially, because you're probably, you know, you're so go, go, go. But prior exactly. to that, that it kind of probably brought you down to, like, I to, I oh, like, I, I missed out I missed out on 
whatever, their morning breakfast or whatever yeah. it may be, you know, like yeah, yeah. afternoon lunch or whatever. Like probably put things into pers- perspective in a new way. And for everybody, kind of like just kind of calmed everybody's life down because Cal- I feel like- You're Calif- forced to. I feel like, yeah. And I feel like California is such a like go, go, go mm-hmm. type of place. You know, we got to hustle, get this money. And like, that's just the type of environment that most people live in. Yeah. And like, it it was not- I, I always like feel bad for saying this, but like COVID, like it helped me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it me I, grow, and that's what's dope me. too because I saw I saw that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I, I'm friends. You know, we've been good friends. Mm-hmm. Instagram stuff like that, and I remember seeing I would see certain people thrive. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude, this is so tight. You know, and it was cool for me because I had the time to sit and watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I'm just at home. But like, uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, because yeah, some people obviously throws them wrench into their lives, but for like me, it was just like. Well, if, and that's right. So I graduated in 2018 mm-hmm. and then, or yet, yeah, no, 2019 spring and then fall 2019 is when me and Jimmy linked up for that dream job video that we first started. Yep, I remember and that. then pandemic hit. And then I was like, oh, I think I am going to pr- try to pursue this. Mm-hmm. And then pandemic hit and it was just like, well, double down with my time, I guess. And so me and Jimmy just met up like almost like three times, three, four times a week. And we didn't know what we were working on, but we just tried to work on we stuff. We were working on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were trying to do, maybe we'll do wedding stuff. Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll try YouTube. You know, it was just like this tri- trial and error. And then mm-hmm. finally, like now we're like two years later, it's like, wow, we've we've come really far. But yeah. there were so many times during the journey and during the process that we're like, what the fuck are we doing, man? Yeah. Like, are we really? like? I, dude, I appreciate everybody like that, that, that does ask me for, you know, anything, advice. Mm-hmm. When it comes on, I'm like, dude, just... Enjoy the journey. Like, shit's rough and it sucks at times. Mm-hmm. But the journey is like easily the best part. That's like my favorite part of it all. Um, just because you really learn a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're as you're in the the slums, like just sitting there, just yeah. Grinding, it's free, you know? Whether it's like you're whether you're working at Starbucks to you know then tattooing your dad to yeah exactly to tattooing uh, styrofoam cups to, uh, you know taking what I mean? the risks yeah really. exactly you know just saying yes um to certain things and kind of just like trying to weed out what's bad for you and what's not you know mm-hmm. and that's the thing too is like just surrounding yourself with people who you feel like because there's the friend or the, some people that you're around them mm-hmm. like they're negative or they're Make fun I definitely of stuff, you know myself I mean? from people yeah, like ex- that too exactly so. it just it it's kind of re- and then you'll get to be start being around people who kind of encourage you or keep mm-hmm. you put uh, wanting to pursue more and those people are the people that i i find myself just wanting to stay surrounded by that's like what me and jimmy and duffy got the studio was for that same reason that yeah you guys all we're the always pushing we're, we're always pushing duffy duffy's always pushing us jimmy's pushing me i'm pushing jimmy you know mm-hmm. it's just like the whole just you need people who are going to push you and going to call you out on your stuff too yeah you know that's what I mean? where it's at for and that's sure because it's like you have plenty of friends who don't want to call you out and but oh, the I mean, yes men yeah exactly but they're definitely not helping you grow yeah exactly so and you a, need the people to say no a few times just uh because you might be take offense to it in the beginning but surely oh, after yeah, you're kind of yeah exactly it's gonna sting a little bit yeah. but afterward after you get over your little you know your little hoop fit, parade, yeah, yeah you're good <laughs> then you're like all right yeah exactly right. they were they said this for a reason they didn't say this because they wanted they're to not be hurt hurtful yeah 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 so yeah the journey man that's the best part Actually, uh, you're a journeyman. The Alchemist, the book. Oh, I like The Alchemist a lot. So that book, like, was life changing for me. I tell everybody, I, like, that's the first book I'll recommend to people. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, oh, you know, what are you reading? I was like, dude, read The Alchemist. The Alchemist is a good that, book. Yeah, that one, The Four Agreements, is another great Four one. Four Agreements. I haven't heard that one. I'll you have to check that one. that one out. Yeah, that one's really good. Um, and so 
The Alchemist. And the thing I like about The Alchemist, too, you can reread it at different points in your life, and it's a new book. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll, it'll apply differently. Different ways. Yeah. And so, you know, I try and read it once a year. Oh, you know, really? It's so. a small book, too. It's like 100 pages or 100 Yeah, well, right? I also, I do audiobooks because uh, yeah. I don't have the patience to, like, sit there and read. Mm-hmm. Nor what? do I have, like, the time to sit there and be like, you know, my son's pulling on my ear, you mm-hmm. know. I want to get. Yeah, I haven't listened. Actually, never listened to an audiobook before. But I love podcasts, so I assume I would like. It's audiobook. literally the same yeah, thing. I was gonna say. I would, assume I would like. I think it definitely um, has to do with like the narrator as well, because someone that's reading the book, if they have a really monotone voice, and yeah. you're just like, Fuck it's not this gonna guy. be. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, the dude that reads the Alchemist, he's uh, he has like a slight accent, and it's just interesting. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you have an accent. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Like I like you already. So it's that's super cool. Um, and so yeah, I just listen to that every now and then. And it, you know, it makes you, it kind of also shows you to appreciate the journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's not really, I don't want to give the book away. But, no, yeah. You know. it's Yeah, it's basically about like kind of. The treasure at the end is mm-hmm. not always what you think it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. But That's it's a good way to. But at the same time, it's invaluable, you know. Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no actual value that you can put on it. Yeah. On what you learn, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm reading Shoe Dog right now. and that's, Shoe Dog? It's uh, about the founder of Nike and how it came oh, to okay. be. And it's like a really interesting book of just like, for the first like 15, 20 years, like mm-hmm. it was basically just a struggling company. Even though like all these major league like people were wearing their stuff, it's like they're barely getting enough money cleared by the bank to pay their employees and then getting their return to pay back the bank. Like, and it's just like this ongoing they process. They just weren't making any money. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like this, uh, and it was this this company called Blue Ribbon uh, Company. And uh-huh. that was the name of their, uh, that was the name of Nike before Nike. And oh, then damn. finally I got to part two of the book and part two of the book, like they're like, we finally have to get rid of Blue Ribbon Company and just accept Nike as our because because this guy was buying tiger shoes. You know what tiger shoes are? They're like uh, it's like it's I don't know. It's like a classic shoe from Japan from like back in the day. But he used to just sell those like out of his car, and oh, that's shit. how he started his shoe company. Was just selling tigers. And he was selling them for other people, and then finally he was like, I need to start to make make something for myself. Basically, so tight. yeah. And so it's a, it's a really interesting book just because you would think like. I don't know. Like, it's Nike. Yeah, Nike. Yeah. Like, the guy's probably always been wealthy or whatever yeah. it is. But it's just a cool, like, and That's he's I'm to check that one out. Yeah, it's I just, like that. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm trying to think what other books That's I like. That's definitely, like, about the journey, too. Yeah, so. exactly. And it's like, you wouldn't think that. Mm-hmm. And, like, he had, like, kind of, like, uh, you ever read Into the Wild? Or you know what that book is about? It's about, like, this Is that t- with the, the movie? Also? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's about the guy who, like, goes in the forest and then he ends up dying. But yeah. it's uh, the, basically when everybody. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> it's like when everyone's like 23, 24, it's like the type of the time when we were like, okay, well, what do I want? The point everyone comes into their life. It's like, what do I want to do? Well, yeah. this guy didn't know what he wanted to do. He ended up just kind of taking where the wind went with him and he ended up dead. Mm-hmm. But like the the guy who uses the who wrote the book, I think it's like Jonathan Krakauer. And uh he uh he both basically just relays it to like he had a very similar story, except like, and he was a like adrenaline junkie and would climb all these mountains, but he just didn't end up dying. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of uses that to compare like the self of like finding who you are. Oh, and it's cool, just yeah. like a it's a really cool like uh, that one's into the wild. Yeah, into the okay. wild, and then the, he also has one called uh, I forget what it's called, but it's a, he has a book all about Mount Everest, about him climbing Mount Everest, and oh, it was shit. it was like how like everyone like or like I mean whole bunch of people in his party who was climbing with ended up like dying yeah. and storm and everything. But it's just like, like him, lit, it's like his, his writing is very interesting because it's writing about maybe stories that aren't about him, but always relating it back to him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
because he was a journalist for a long time for like Outside Magazine and all these places. And okay. then he used like that knowledge just to kind of start writing his books. own thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. And so it's, it's just cool, interesting stories and stuff. That's super cool. I'm going to check. I definitely want to check out Shoe Dog. Shoe Dog's cool. Yeah, yeah. I love Nikes. Yeah, exactly. Like, I do too. And so it, it's just interesting. I actually have a pair of Nikes. I mean, they're down here. Look at them. You ooh, see them? You yeah. see mine? Oh. Dude, yeah. So my uh, my Kaim's brother, uh, he's a pastor at Church in Chachilla. He's uh-huh. wearing, he was wearing some of those shoes because I'm doing a video. These ones here? Uh-huh. Uh, they're not those colors. But, but the, the ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are these? The ones? Yeah, are they Jordan ones. ones. Oh, Jordan ones, yeah. yeah. And so like I walk into the church and he's just like wearing uh, some Jordan ones. And I was like, damn, man, you're the most swaggiest pastor I know. And all he said to me, it sounded like such a baller thing. He was like, eh, it's a Wednesday. That's all exactly. he said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, that sounds, it just seems like such a baller move. Though. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, so for the longest, I wouldn't buy the ones. Mm-hmm. I've always liked them because they're the classic like shoe silhouette, yeah. you know? And so I never bought them because I was just like, dude, my foot, I have like a wide foot, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not going to fit me. And so I bought my first one and I was just like, man, these are so tight. I, I feel like I can't wear, I'm not a shoe person though. You want another beer? You can be. Yes, please. Uh, you definitely can be though. You just got to, you got to wear the shoe, man. <laughs> Don't let the shoe. You gotta, let you. The ch- you gotta let the shoe choose you, man. Exactly. <laughs> but like now, you know, I've. It's the only thing that sucks is it's it's expensive. Yeah. Well. The, yeah. Anything that. Uh, any type of hype. Yeah. You know? Any type of uh, type of luckily, sneaker. I luckily, guess. I have clients and friends hooking that up that help it out. You mm-hmm. know, so I'm able to get certain shoes for retail. I don't have to. You know, yeah, I'll pay what like the resale price is. Yeah, which yeah. is typically like super inflated. Yeah. Um, those are pretty swaggy though I like those man. appreciate it these are like one of my favorite pairs yeah I guess yeah for me I don't know I feel like I just recently dude I feel like you can rock some uh, low top ones yeah see low tops I feel like I could do I honestly didn't like high tops either it's, it's like, like more of a statement when you're wearing a high top shoe yeah. it's like look at this and I've wear <laughs> like I, I've been searching for a pair for your wedding oh really yeah so I'm about to I'm about to pull up and cop some, another one I'm about to pull up in some sneakers at your wedding too be like dress a little fancy a little swag to you exactly huh? so steal the show I'm wearing a nah dude you're the you you two are the main event. Yeah, yeah. I'm just there. I'm just there. You know. Do you know how many groomsmen I have? No, how many? Thirty five. No, but I have uh, eleven groomsmen. Twelve with my little nephew. Dude, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. Well, okay, we had eight, so I'm not as popular, but well, yeah. Quite a so bit. mine was the same thing though. But it's like we were talking earlier about our friends and stuff, mm-hmm. and so like, so you like uh, normally people like kind of. De- they kind of separate from their friends growing up and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah but for sure. For my friends, I've known all of them since I was like in third or fourth grade. Even That's right. Some of them yeah, yeah. before four years old. And so like, uh, and these are all still friends. Eight or nine of them, yeah, or from once when I was like a child. That's and then super cool. The other like three or four from you know when I met them. I mean my my senior year or freshman year of co- of college. I got Phil or Duff- Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, Phil and Duffy. Like those are the. The other two. Phil Duffy and Jimmy are the, oh, okay. the last ones added. Yeah. But like still, I've known him for basically 10 years now. Dang, that's crazy, dude. You're old. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I am 28. I always have to remind myself how old I am. Sometimes I'm like, when I think about it, I'm like, how old am I? You're in your late 20s now, man. Yeah. How old are you, Eric? Ricky? I just turned 32. 32. Yeah, last week. Last week? Happy yeah. belated birthday. I'm Thank sorry you. I didn't reach. Maybe I did. I don't know. Who you knows? didn't. It's cool, though. It's cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, 
And I, th- I remember when I first worked at Starbucks, I used to think you were so much older than me. And I think it's just because you had so much facial hair that I was like, this guy, you know, he must have his life together pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a beard. Yeah. He must have it, have everything together. Yeah, exactly. Little did you know. I was like, man, this guy has cheetah in his hair. Remember that? You had like a, uh, you had like blonde spots. No, in your I had hair. a, what was I had it? like a streak. I just had like a streak, like a blonde streak with my long ass mohawk. And you, yeah, you'd straighten your hair in the. Yeah. I remember you'd be like, well, I had to straighten my hair this morning, man. Yeah. I was like, what? Sorry, man. I had to blow dry and straighten it. <laughs> yeah. I stopped doing that. <laughs> Did you? I'm just kidding. I just wear hats now, huh, man? You just wear hats. I That's what I do. Keep too. a fade. Like, and... I just wear a hat all the time. I know. No, I still do my hair, but it's not often. And it's just, it's just so much easier. Yeah. Just throw a beanie on, throw a hat on. Like eh. The only thing I don't like about beanies is like beanie hair is the worst, I feel like. Because I put a beanie on, it's fine. But like if I put a hat on, take it off, it's flat, but then it'll kind of get out. Yeah. Beanie, it's like, because uh, it'll be like pulling this oh, hair up in the back. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. So it's just like all over the place. That's true. I feel like I, if I take it off and I always get so hot that I'm like, I like panic. You say, like I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> I rip it off. I'm like, I can't do this it's anymore. Like, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> So Dude, that's a Lindsay. She was like, I came home and like she was like, trying to like write the wedding playlist and stuff uh-huh. like that. And I'm like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, just chill, like, hang out with me, blah, blah, blah. And she finally, like, she was like, just like, what? What? What do you want? I'm, like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know, honestly. And then I just like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan this far. Yeah, yeah I thought. I, didn't, I didn't think get, you were going to say, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I didn't shut up for like an hour and she was like wow she was like and then I do this thing where I, I talk but I start cracking myself up yeah. like and it's like you know not always appropriate time to start cracking up but like <laughs> I'm trying to make her laugh but I'm making myself laugh yeah. <laughs> and she was just like and she just gets irritated yeah, yeah she gets irritated but then she'll start laughing at the fact that I'm cracking myself crack up and I'm like yeah, it's working a little bit right like <laughs> come on now yeah da-da yeah. <laughs> look at the monkey dancing over here <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hella funny, dude. That's kind of, yeah, that happens to me a lot. I was just like, you know, I probably annoy Amy more than I oh, yeah, that's what I feel laugh, like you know? And she doesn't think I'm funny. And I feel like, you know, I, I feel like I have some pretty You're good. pretty funny, yeah. I feel like I have some, some good but, shots, But I mean, I you think know? you think I'm pretty funny, too. And so yeah, I think and then that. we ask our wives, and they're like, no. No, yeah. No. And Briley now is just like Amy. So, no, Dad. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And Briley is seven, and she's then seven. Beckham's two. Beckham is that his name? Beckham. Beckham. He's two. Yeah, he's two. And he's almost. Th- is he almost three? Or? No, he just turned two in September. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So two like, kids, man. Yeah. We're Dad done. life. You have a house up there in Roseville too. Yeah, bought a house last year, so we'll oh, okay. be uh, in there for uh, a year during next pandemic. Month. Or right before? Everything was during pandemic. So Were you already in the process of buying it prior or no? Yes. So we sold our house out here in Atwater mm-hmm. in March, right after oh, we shut okay. down. We And so, you know, we sold our house and signed escrow papers in May for the house. They broke ground in June. They built the house and we moved in November. Oh, okay. So you built already got the house built? Yeah. Yeah. And it was obviously a way slow down process than what it would have been. Yeah. We like ended up getting pushed out two more weeks. We were supposed to close the day before the, uh, Halloween last year. Mm. It was two more weeks. Damn. So you moved we in. We were waiting for windows. You moved in when then? We moved in like November. Damn. 14th. So everything finished that or like paperwork and stuff when? Was the, it? November 13th. Oh, November 13th. Yeah, oh, and then okay. I ended up canceling my appointments for like that that next day because I worked. Uh, we signed on Friday, mm-hmm. signed all the papers, gave us the keys Friday, and then um, Saturday I was like, "All right, let's go." 
I ended up canceling. Yeah, you might I moved as well. my appointment and then I took the week after that off anyways. Mm-hmm. So Oh, um, so you just kind of might took that two weeks off basically then, right? No, it was it was like a week and a day. Oh. Okay, yeah, I so you. I just did that and we did all the moving. Uh, in Movie's two days, sucks, dude. I fucking hate moving. Moving is literally the worst because, like, even if you do it, organize it the best way you can, it still is like not good. Exactly. Like, not good enough. <laughs> and like, you know, we had, you tell everybody like, "Hey, you guys want to, you guys want to <laughs> help us move?" You know, and everyone's like looking at you like, "Why?" I've helped, you my know, fr- yeah, or I've had my friends help me move so many times, and like, yeah. it's one of those things too where I'm like, "Hey, like, I'm asking you guys because." You guys can ask me on the flip side. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you guys want pizza and beer? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this, dude. Yeah. But I always try to get enough people to where it's like, oh, that's it? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, try to get to like, if you get like six, seven people, then mm-hmm. it's really like, okay, two people are moving this couch. Two people are moving this bed. Yep. It makes it so much quicker. The thing that pisses me off the most, if you go to help, ask somebody asks you to move or help mm-hmm. them move and you go to their house and nothing's packed up, I'm like, no. I'm not going to help you. Pack up your stuff, and then I'll help you. I'm not going to help you pack your stuff, and then— We knew roughly <laughs> when we were supposed to move out. So we had—the a the original date was, like, October 30th. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, today. Uh, oh, last yeah, year. yeah. And, uh, and so we had already—we had, already, had boxes and boxes and boxes in our living room because we'd been packing mm-hmm. for, like, the last month. So you'd month. been, like, you were, like, prepared. Yeah, yeah. You're, like, only keep out what we need to survive pretty Literally, much. Literally, yeah. yeah. Luckily, Amy's super proactive and like, you know, type A, because me, I'd have been like, I'd have been the person you would pull up, like, <laughs> what you pack? Like, oh, here's a box. Like, thank yeah, you, yeah. you know? And that's just because, like, that's my, that's how I am. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and yeah, so we had, we had boxes literally to where we just had aisles from the front door to the couch to that's the funny. hallway, like, just aisles and everything else was boxed up. So we just had uh, dishes and, you know, bathroom stuff and uh, clothes mm-hmm. to live in, you know? And then that was it. So Damn, when, when everyone it, came in, came in to help us move, they just grabbed boxes, grab boxes yep. and go. Yeah, yeah, because that was still during the pandemic. And so during, obviously, you were doing that pretty much like right after the pandemic had started. That mm-hmm. process all began and everything, mm-hmm. right? But like during that time, did you like creatively like were you trying to were you just like kind of in a rut because you said you kind of were like having a hard time. So like yeah. what what kind of allowed you to get out of the hard time that you were having. We got opened up again. Oh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just being able to do art again. Just be able to much. do art again. Yeah, but, but did like, you like draw and stuff at home? Yeah, I was When you home. were like, yeah, when you yeah. had all the free time? Yeah. Um, we were walking. So like our day would consist of, because Amy was still working. So I was at home mm. with both kids. Um, Beckham is- Stay at home dad, huh? Yeah, dude. And so uh, at this point, Beckham was- He's a baby, right? Yeah, he was like nine months, mm-hmm. six, nine months. And so- um, we started to sleep train him, which is it was cool because I was a bit I was able to be a pro, a part of this process. Mm, normally, so yeah. like I got him on a schedule. You know, mm-hmm. Amy's at work, got him on a schedule sleeping. Um, Briley would do her Zoom class, then she would do like she's in dance as well. Mm-hmm. So we would do her like Zoom dance. After that, we'd go on a walk, and we were walking like three or four miles a day. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, because so Briley would be on her scooter, and I'd be pushing back. Oh yeah, and just outdoor time for yeah. The that's kids really what it was, and for you guys in reality, because that's what. That's back in the day when all you could do was be outside, walk. Yep. Yeah, and that's exactly what we did. We just walked all the time. Um, we'd be home by lunch. Lunchtime, I'd make Briley lunch. I'd put Beckham down for his nap. Mm-hmm. Um, he would wake up a couple hours later. Um, Briley, it was and super. She was cool. doing Zoom on for school. Was she in yeah, school? for school. Oh, yeah. She was doing Zoom class, so which is it, it's wild. wild for, but she did she did well. Yeah, like she's like Amy. So you know she's 
She wants to do well at school. Yeah. Yeah. She really is. Yeah. And so, which is super dope. And she has like, she got, I think she got like my creativity. Uh huh. So she loves art. Oh, that's cool. Which is amazing. Like, I love to watch it. Yeah. 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 So we were watching um, YouTube videos on different uh, artists. Mm -hmm. Um, One person that we would watch all the time, his name is 1000. Mm -hmm. And so she fell in love with his work. He was from, he was from Seattle. I think he lives in like Michigan now, mm-hmm. but he was from Seattle. And so she's like, dad, I love 10 hundred. Like his stuff is so cool. It's super bright characters, cartoons, yeah. stuff like that. So she loved it. And so after we'd get, after Beckham would wake up, she'd be like, dad, can we watch 10 hundred video? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's do that. You know, and he's just like a graffiti artist too. Okay. I was gonna say, yeah, just, and he does YouTube videos. Yeah. Is he does YouTube okay. videos and they're like, he's super animated like uh-huh. himself. So he does like, uh, I don't know. They're just like fun videos. You yeah. Know? And so uh, we'd watch his stuff, and next you know, Amy's home, you know? Yeah, and yeah. So then it's like at Your that days point. Your are just they're flying. Just, it knew, your new normalcy was just being a dad. Yeah. And it's probably like kind of, like I was saying earlier, but like calmed, slowed you down. Yeah, to like, it like forced me to slow down. Other things. Yeah. Yep. Did you ever do graffiti growing no, up? I no, Because like a lot of to, people, you I was know, too afraid of my dad, dude. <laughs> Like, I didn't do anything. I played sports and I played video games. That was it. I, didn't, I was afraid of my mom. <laughs> I was so, I was like, I didn't want to piss my dad off because, mm-hmm. like, he would whoop my ass for sure. So I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Cause, well, cause a lot of like people who are in tattooing and stuff, like, oh, for sure. Kind of come from like the graffiti, graffiti background, background and like yeah. that. Yeah, no. I wasn't doing that. You graffiti on people. Remember, uh, like, back in the day, you'd have like book covers and stuff mm-hmm. at school and then you'd like, I would draw on graffiti or like, you know what I mean? Like for like people's binders and stuff, yep. like their names and stuff. I yeah, that's what that. I get a lot too. Hey, can you draw my name? Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah I remember like, that. What's Kids up? Don't, don't even use lockers anymore. It blows my mind. They don't use lockers. In high school? Like, at all for anything. What do they? Ask your brother. Never uses locker. I've never seen a locker open since I've been substituting. Really? Because they have, they just have their backpack with their Chromebook in it. And they don't oh. they don't use books really anymore, so they don't have to rent all the books from the library or anything. The teachers have books in their classrooms, but it's not like you take the book home. Yeah, but it's interesting because like even when I went to high school or like we went to high school, which is like obviously it's like ten years ago, but it's not that long mm-hmm. ago. You know what I mean? Like by I think because I had my my other cousin on, and he's twenty three or twenty four, and he's like a trustee for the Mr. Ed City School Board. Mm-hmm. But by the time he was in in high school. Uh, they stopped using lockers. Lockers, like completely. He said, like when he was in school, no one used lockers. Damn, because everything was on Chromebooks. But like me, like you know, four or five years older than him, mm-hmm. like yeah, it's use a, a locker. Yeah, yeah, but it was but like yeah, it was you, a thing though. I never like, used my locker through high school. People like use your friends' lockers. Yeah, though? because my locker was really? nowhere <laughs> near where my everybody else's. Were, yeah, and the classes were and stuff. Exactly. So I just like gave my locker one, to somebody else. Yeah, at one point, yeah, it was like me, Jesslyn, and then like Errol, I think, and we were all just sharing a locker, and it was yeah. like stupid crowded, like three people's books just thrown in there. Yep. So I used um I used my cousins, I used a bunch of friends, whoever was closest to this person, to your class, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, cause I remember you go to there like between classes, get your book, and then mm-hmm. go. Man, yeah. kids are missing out now. I know, losers. Google Classroom. <laughs> That's everything. That's all so I, crazy. All I say at the beginning of every day, like, how's it going? My name's Mr. Daly, guys. Uh, just real quick, you guys. Uh, your summons in Google Classroom. It's due by the end of the period. If you guys have any questions, let me know. Other than that, I'm going to take a roll. If I pronounce your name wrong, I'm sorry ahead of time. My bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. That's a spiel, dude. I know. I always think about plugging, though, plugging the podcast, but I just don't want, kids, I don't want high school kids to make fun of me. You know what I mean? 
You don't want to get bullied by yeah, all your kids. I, don't. I really don't. Like, like they're funny and mean. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they're gonna like be pretty witty with the stuff they say, dude. And there's no censor. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so funny. And they have no respect for a substitute either. So it's like, it's like, what am I gonna put? Like, bastards. I'm just trying to promote my podcast, and your student made fun of me. Like, what? Or you just rip on them? Uh, yeah. Like, tight, dude. Get out of here. No, I always say that. And if you're gonna make fun of me, you know, maybe just be subscribed to my YouTube channel or something. There you go. Yeah. If you're gonna make fun of me, you better subscribe too. Yeah. Hit the like button. Hit the like button on every video, you guys. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make an ad pretty soon here for a real talk. Just kind of like something like, Are you from the Central Valley? Like, do you wanna listen to the talented people who are from the community and blah blah blah? Yeah. Just kind of something because I haven't promoted it really at all. Or I haven't at all. Which is tight. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like I, you get a lot of views. Yeah, yeah, I get it more than I thought. And it's kind of all over the place because I have YouTube, but like I also have like more people listen to it on audio than they do. On YouTube, through like Spotify, Spotify, Spotify and Apple, Apple Podcasts, yeah. and all that. But I also have no idea, like, because it only shows you downloads. So I know. Did idea. anyone reach out? Because remember, like Alaska, and there was something. Oh like, yeah, no overseas. one ever did. Yeah, I was like calling them out, asking them. They still watch the podcast, and I'm like, hey, Alaska. They're all shy. Alaska people, <laughs> message me, please. <laughs> Say what's up. Don't be yeah. shy. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I have no idea who's over there. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, and I only know downloads, so I don't know how many people are just watching it who don't download it. And so it's based, so I have a guesstimate of like 200 to 500 people. Per podcast? Per podcast, That's pretty yeah. tight, dude. Yeah, so it's a, it's a good amount, but in reality, I'm just... Having fun? Having fun, yeah. I don't know, yeah, exactly. I would say, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just I feel like that's cool, it. though, because I feel like once, you know, like with Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. I mean, it may still be fun for him. But it's like you're just having fun talking yeah, to yeah, all your all your boys and yeah, exactly. You know, once I feel like once it turns into work, then it's like fuck. Now I got to go like yeah, record exactly. a podcast, you know, so yeah. to keep it going every week. And like right now, obviously, it feels like a little work to me, but that's because like Duffy's doing obviously the audio part mm-hmm. of it, but then I'm like editing the video, editing the promos, editing, and I and I don't have to do all that, but yeah. I feel like I need to do it. Yeah, so that's and it I, looks good. Yeah, exactly. It's you're just doing all the doing all the footwork now, man. Exactly, and so I, I'm looking forward to the day when I can like have a team. Yeah, yeah. Hire somebody to you know. You're just a personality. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Have have. Well, I want Duffy to. We want Duffy to get like uh to be able to because I'm recording everything through my computer, but mm-hmm. to be in the other room recording everything on his computer and That'd him cool. have a mic out there too. So basically, he could be, be the Jamie. Jamie, be yeah. my Jamie. He already is my Jamie, but you gotta have him like have a little setup. For if him if this here. room wasn't so small, both my rooms are so small that even my other room we can do it. But this one, at least, even if he's just out there, yeah. it's whatever. They can also anytime anybody's like, the, fact check us. Look it up real quick, please. Yeah, exactly. Why? Well, yes, I can put a TV right there, man. Oh yeah, look up here real quick. Joe Rogan's yeah. new studio. He has like a TV like right here, but yeah. like they're so old. <laughs> like when they look at it, it's like it's like against their face. Like, you <laughs> yeah. just see it shining, and I'm like, damn. Like <laughs> puts in perspective. His new out. spot's pretty cool too. Well, yeah, I yeah. like the I like the whole vibe of the new spot. His sign's dope. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I like those type of signs. Yeah, and I, everyone also thinks my my sign's real. Sorry, you guys, it's not. If I'm being 100 percent honest with you, I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, I thought it was real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like wow, he moved the sign to his new studio. Look at him. <laughs> I was like, man, I came here for the free beer and the sign, and yeah, I, only I know got one of them. Yeah, it's yes. Maybe I'll just edit this out so no one else is fake, huh? <laughs> <laughs> just keep keep the uh, the dream no, alive. Yeah, exactly. But it's also like I looked into how much because uh, uh, neon sign is. Yeah, it, they're stupid expensive. Yeah, they're like over a thousand dollars for like the size that I wanted. I was like, oh, I'm just okay. What's up with your sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> They're ain't. They're not. Uh, Alien, where you at? 
Alien. <laughs> Marcus Rodriguez. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I need a sign. <laughs> no, that shit's fucking stupid expensive. I was like, I was like, oh, and then Harold was like, oh, I think for your wedding. He's like, I, see how much a sign costs? I'll buy you a sign for your podcast. And then he was like, bro, I looked that shit up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I wasn't expecting you to buy it, man, but I appreciate it. And a couple people were like, yeah, what do you want for your podcast for your wedding? And I was like, I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying a bunch of your friends collectively. <laughs> yeah, you know, for my sign. wedding gift. Buy him a sign. I don't even know if this podcast will be out by my wedding. Yeah. Who knows? Sure, Lindsay would be gr- so pumped for you to get a sign for your wedding gift. <laughs> a thousand dollar sign. She was like, yeah, we couldn't have used that around the house somewhere, Micah. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm really taking fake it till you make it to a new level, okay? Well, just don't be selfish right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> like these these chairs my cousin from Portugal bought me, though, for the... Perfect. Yeah, he was like, he was like, what do you want uh, for your wedding? He's flying out for my wedding, too. Oh, it's tight. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, so I'm really um, I met that. him. I think you did. I, yeah, because he was staying with me when, when we worked at Five Corners when yeah. he first visited. I'm trying to think if I'm trying to think if I met where I met him. It, he probably came with me to Starbucks. Honestly, he could have. Yeah, I, mean, I would assume that. Did he ever come to my house? I don't think so. Because remember, you, remember we used to just party all the yeah, time. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I went to your house a couple times for partying. Yeah, we would like close and be like, "Hey, do you want to come over? We're gonna have play beer pong mm-hmm. uh, okay. in your garage. Yeah, in your little garage area. It's a good like hangout place." Yeah. And it was detached. So. Yeah, I was like, so if you were uh, passed out or something, when you sleep. Dude, we'd, we'd wake up all the time with like people just asleep in our living room. And I was like, you you went to the garage parties, right? Didn't you go to a few of them? No. You never went to the garage? No. Nope. Are you sure? I swear. I'm sorry. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, yeah. that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> I feel like you had to have been invited at some point because I would invite everybody, like even on my story. Whatever, man. Whatever. You for sure were invited to a party once or twice. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay, I remember getting fucked up with you, but I'm trying to think. I can't. Even, I can't think of any specific instances. Oh, Jeremy's house. Well, I mean, I would always get fucked up at Jeremy's house. But. I never went to Jeremy's. You went house. to once. We saw you one time there. You like. Uh, it was like you just like like you. You didn't normally go, but one time I remember you were there. They're like, Ricky's here. Micah, come. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like Jeremy, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. At his little his apartment, yeah, a little tiny apartment, yeah. yeah. It's the studio apartment, but it was just we're all rocking out. That's right, yeah, yeah, dude. I know everyone. They turned like Britney Spears and go crazy, dude, yeah. <laughs> like you would think that there was like a whole bunch of people partying there. I remember me and you sit on the couch. They turn on Britney. They're all dancing yeah. and everything, and we're just like, dude, yeah, what? Jillian, Jeremy, and then Paul. Paul, Paul would get pretty, and then Pow, Pow, Paul, Pow, and Ehang, man, yeah. <laughs> The, that was like the that and Zach, and then yeah. I mean, that was pretty much like the main. Who else from that store? Store, but I feel like that was that like, was it. That was like the main hangout group that yeah. people who everyone and then yeah you and then mm-hmm. that's like everyone who hung out. <laughs> Freaking pal, dude! I remember every day we would come and I'm like, "What's up, pal? How are you, man? Tired? Just want, yeah. a, want a blue moon? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, me and my me right. and my homies were drinking. <laughs> all, <right. Yeah. laughs> all every story. And then I remember one time I was like, uh, we're talking, and I was like, oh, you guys know who Dumbfounded is? You remember Dumbfounded? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know who Dumbfounded is? And I was like, how do you guys know him? They're like, we're Asian, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I was like, him. oh, I guess that makes sense. Why you guys are <laughs> surprised that I know who this guy is? And I was like, he's dope, man. <laughs> we really like him. Yeah. <laughs> or Paul, what's up, Paul? How you doing? Eh. I said, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. Whatever. You know me. Yeah. 
you know, know me. Goes. Yeah, you know. Even me. now, like, like I still haven't, I haven't seen Paul probably in a couple of years, but mm-hmm. I know if I saw him, like, how's it going? He's like, he's coming to the wedding. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Him and Jeremy. Yeah, him and Jeremy. <laughs> you see how I invited them together to the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I like it was just like we were like slow on space and like we didn't have room for plus ones. And yeah. So it's like just invite them together on one thing, and then Lindsay was like, "Oh, is Jeremy and like his his boyfriend coming?" And I was like, "No, no, no!" Like I invited That's them together, his but they, yeah, but they're boyfriend. like they're not together at all. But they just they still hang out. I think I liked. It. I don't know. I. I think they still hang out like at least a couple times a week. You know how they do. I don't know. For like freaking ten years, they were. Yeah, they were. Or we'd, you know, we'd be uh, about to leave, and Jeremy, what are you about to do? Ooh, I'm about to make a four course meal. Yeah. I'm like, dog, it's eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I was when I first started hanging out with Jeremy. I was like afraid that Jeremy was gonna like come on to me. <laughs> And then Jeremy was like, stop it. And then like, but then I'd be like, we'd like go on a trip together and I'd like take off my shirt and be like, ooh boy. And I'd be like, like what are you doing? And I was like, it's, this is like when I was fresh. And I remember I was like, this song reminds me of you. It's like Same Love by Malcolm Moore. <laughs> but it was like just Dude. me and him and we got like hella hot. We were smoking a joint uh-huh. and like we, uh, we were like watching this, uh, like watching the music video, and he just starts like bawling, crying, and then he was just like, "But that's one of the things that he'll be like, I'll never forget when you showed me that song." And I was like, "Well, I'm glad that we had that special moment." <laughs> that's together. your guys' moment, huh? yeah. It's also crazy that like in 2000, what, like 11, like mm-hmm. that was still a thing. Like gay marriage was still yeah, illegal. It was illegal. <laughs> yeah, that's we had a vote why. on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. We tell like we our daughter now. We told her I forgot what we told her. She's like. That's weird. I'm like, yeah, because uh, we've always told her, like, you know, uh, if you like, if you love someone, you you just love them. Yeah, you know, that's it. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, uh, I forgot what we had said. She's like, oh, that makes sense. Like, they they love each other, so they got married. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. And at one point, you weren't able to. Yeah, that's wild. It's like that's that's crazy. Thanks, Trump. There's <laughs> 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 nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Obama. Uh, yeah. Freaking Obama. Bo Jiden. That guy. <laughs> that guy's making it harder and harder for uh, to be Democrat at all. I'm like, hey, this guy's fucking... Did you see the video of him like just standing there with his arms up? He was just like standing <laughs> no. there with his fists closed, and then like, I'd ask him a question, and he was just like, didn't respond, and he was just standing there. He was about to frank the tank. Yeah, he was about to frank the Exactly. That would have been great. Man. Just had a great conversation. I don't know where. I don't know where. Know, where. Just, like, the last twenty five minutes are like a little <laughs> off topics from everything else. Huh? <laughs> Let me ask you the last question here that I even asked you. <laughs> uh, but like, what does tattooing mean to you? Like, uh, I mean, it means a lot to you. It's your way of living. It's your way to provide. But like, is there anything else? Man, it's like it's just a form of freedom for me. Mm-hmm. You know, once I'm tattooing and there's like nothing else matters. Like, I'm just in the zone, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I would say, I would say, like, it's freedom. It's uh, euphoria, you know? Yeah. Uh, being you to your full potential, basically. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's not like you're coming to work dreading it ever, huh? You're just... No, and there's, like, days where, you know, I'm like, oh, I have this tattoo to do today. Don't really want to do that. But, and it's typically just because of the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, today I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know... You do shit. You don't. I have do to it. remind me and Jimmy have to remind ourselves. Like if we're filming a wedding or doing something else, it's like 
sometimes like going there, you're like, oh, I gotta do this, but it's like, hey, we're doing this as work. We're working together. Like, <clears throat> yeah, like we, and we we're can't be paid. We, yeah, and we're and we can't complain. Like, and there's one of the things too. It's just like sometimes like I'll be that way if I'm filming an event or something. I'm like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I get to chill. I get to hang out with my friend. We just laugh a lot. We have a great time. Like. I can't be complaining that I'm getting paid for this, but like, yeah. because it's work, you naturally are trying to figure out ways to like. Sometimes oh, it sucks. It's work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's a. I would say, uh, yeah, it's it's freedom, man. I just get to, and like, I go to the shop. I hang out with my boys every day. Yeah. Listen to whatever music we want to listen to. We talk shit to each other. Um, and it's just like good vibes, typically, mm-hmm. you know, um, camaraderie. Yeah. So it's like you're right. I can't. Yeah. Why complain about this? Yeah, yeah, and if you are, yeah, and when you are complaining, you're like, okay, well, I'm choosing to complain. I'm not, yeah, I'm just, I don't have bitchy, a reason. I'm just bitching. Yeah, just bitch, exactly. You know? so <laughs> it's like, all right, whatever. Let me just take a break, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But yeah, yeah, I love it, dude. That's good, man. I'm glad you finally come on the podcast, dude. I know. It took, it is, I messaged you when I first started it, like almost. Only. I know you, and you barely let me on today. Yeah, barely let you on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a distance uh, problem, man. Yeah. You see the picture I just took of the Jeep this morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty, so I was supposed to have a car photo shoot, and then the guy ended up canceling on me yesterday because he oh. had to work. But I was just like, I want to go. I woke up in the morning. I was like, let's just go try to take a picture of it. And that was just over on Bear, uh, Bear Creek, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. The house is right before Bear or before Bear Creek. Yeah, dude, it looked tight. And the the sun. Ray, the ray coming in. Dude. Yeah, that shit looked dope. I was like, I was like oh, that's Chill, perfect. God. We see you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I just watched Talladega Nights again for like the first time in a long ass time. Love it. Yeah, it's like dear seven ounce six or seven pounds six ounces, baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. Yeah, they're just like, dude, this everything they say, and then even the commercials there. I like to imagine my Jesus <laughs> yeah. with a tuxedo T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, with some eagle wings. Yeah, yeah. Eagle wings. In a Leonard Skinner <laughs> in the front row, hammered drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks because comedies aren't like what they used to be. Like, there's a few comedies yeah. that are funny. Like, I I saw the the Good Boys. Do you ever see that one? It's like, dude, that one's that is funny. So funny. Yeah, it's like I feel kids. like yeah. Whenever like I have a son going through puberty, I think I'm just like, hey, watch this. Like, watch this. Yeah, yeah like because exactly. it like doesn't show too much. And it just, <gasps> three like, sips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like there hasn't been like too many like uh, like a Step Brothers or Talladega Nights type of movies like ridiculous yeah. movies like that the sweet spot of uh, they're flirting with that line yeah, yeah yeah exactly but now the line you know people yeah. are trying to tell us we can't go to that line well if I didn't <laughs> want this podcast to be successful I'd be saying stuff I'm just kidding <laughs> we did uh, we did watch Ted Lasso have you seen that I haven't seen that dude it is so good and it's like. It's like wholesome. HBO, right? Or no, it's it on like... Apple TV. Oh, okay. It's so um, nobody watches it. I'm just kidding, dude. It's so good. It won like six Emmys. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, it's uh, the guy is Jason Sudeikis. Is that who it is? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, dude, it's so good. About. There's like wholesome puns, but they're just so funny. I recently started Modern Family. Have you ever watched Modern Family? No. Have you ever seen? Do you like The Office or no? Dude, no. I'm just gonna say this Go is a unpopular. Opinion. opinion you don't like the office you're not a fan of it i think that the office is overrated but no i do think that it it can yeah it's definitely overrated by how much people love it mm-hmm. but i'm on the I, I i fall on the end of i've rewatched it like six seven times you know what i mean but uh i like the mockumentary style of like oh yeah, yeah. you know think, yeah. yeah so modern family is that same thing honestly i feel like you would like it because it's just like takes you through like them as children to like them as adults okay. and it's like that same type of vibe of like it's like they're having interviews of like with a camera of like that's not what happened as like something oh, happening yeah, yeah. and stuff like that but 
It's really funny. Well, see, so. I, like there's some parts of The Office I think are funny. Yeah, yeah, like like, but it has like this like dry cold humor. Following. Yeah, yeah. No, I like the dry humor. <laughs> oh, so it's just the cold. But, but I think following. the cold yeah. following. I'm just like, it's not that. It's not that funny. Yeah, it's yeah, funny, yeah. but not that funny. You know? Yeah, no, I so. I feel you because there's there's things like where I feel the same way about other stuff. But mm-hmm. like I said. I mean, so my to... podcast talk about my favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm either mean, gonna get flamed in the uh, in the comment section. Yeah, or, no, yeah, yeah. Fuck this guy <laughs> doesn't like the office. His tattoos suck, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, speaking of, yeah. So I'm gonna get two and nine tatted on me, bro. Dude, let's do it. I don't know where. Yeah, I can feel the print of this side. Are you really getting two and nine tattoos? Yeah, I am. All right, two and nine. Yeah. So I'm gonna get. Oh, well, this is the background. I'm gonna get the background on this one, uh-huh. and then I'm gonna get a martini glass somewhere right here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. I'm gonna. I want to do something a little different. So, okay. I'm gonna give you pretty much creative freedom on. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. I figure. Perfect. Yeah. You'd like that. <laughs> that and then. Uh, yeah. I gotta get two and nine tatted on me somewhere. I don't know where, but. It's still on your face, man. <laughs> I said. I said that to, to Lindsay. I was actually gonna just get two and nine right here underneath my eyes, like, or, or straight down like that. Do it straight <laughs> down like a tear. <laughs> I cry for my city. Right here. Do you saw, did you ever have that? I've never done that. No? No. I feel like somebody did. Don't do it. I mean, I don't want to. I would never. I've never done a lip tattoo. I feel like it'd be nasty. Would the person just sit there like this, too? Yeah, you had to hold it open. I'm just like, dude, I don't want to be dry it off. I don't want to be in your mouth. Like, that's disgusting. You just sneeze, you know? Like, and that's just, I feel like that'd be a little more sensitive. It falls out, too. So it doesn't, it won't uh, yeah, hold. Yeah, it, it doesn't hold, huh? Yeah. So fuck yeah, that. Don't fuck do it. it. Well, Ricky, hey. Cheers. I know yours is empty, but thank you for being here. <laughs> I appreciate you having me, man. I'm I appreciate glad you that we were time. able to yeah, finally just, make this happen. Just catch up in reality. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, yes. We were solid tattooing, talking about tattooing for like 30 minutes. And we then, just ran through this whole day. Like, <laughs> the, you're like, where, where was I? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Did he like just fast forward and do it? <laughs> Come on. No, no. It was good. All righty. <laughs> This is it. Real talk. What not?